Joel Embiid, 97.3 ESPN, WENJ, WENJHD, Millville, Atlantic City. This is the Sports Bash with Mike Gill on 97.3 ESPN. Now, live inside the Matt Black Kia Studios, here's Mike Gill. I mean, it feels like training camp all over again. Like the season hasn't happened. You're getting ready for training camp. And opening night is coming up in two weeks for the 76ers. I mean, Ben Simmons, Brett Brown, all the stuff that's coming out right now. You're like, I'm ready for this season. Well, little do we know, there's only eight games to go. And then they play the playoffs, and it gets real, real quick. Yeah, it does seem a little funky, huh? Like we're sitting here waiting for this new team to come out, even though we're in the middle of a season right now. But I will say this Brett Brown stuff right now, it kind of gives me the chills thinking about if what he says comes true. Well, I mean, I don't know how anybody out there, even sarcastic clown guy, who could say, hey, I'm skeptical of, you know, Ben Brett Brown comes out today, and this is about an hour ago, Kevin McCormick, who covers the Sixers, he was on earlier in the day with Josh, and he was on the Zoom call today, so he tweeted it out. We've been following his tweets, at KevinMCC973, and he tweeted out that Ben Simmons is basically has taken more three-point shots in the Orlando bubble than he did in half a season. Wow. In practice. Now, does that say kudos that to you? That was a very solid wow. Uh, you like that? Like, you really were taken aback by that. I was, but it's like I look at it two ways. One, I'm excited because if he's really taking that many threes right now, that's great. But then I kind of look at it and go, well, why wasn't he doing that before? Like, I, I always look at the other side. Like, what was he doing before to the point where he wasn't doing it? I don't know, but what's the difference? Now no, he is. No, I'm with you. I like that side of it. I just question. You know, I like to look at both sides. What the hell was going on before? You know, I, I, I often wonder that as well. I wonder why he has this blockage. Because I, I it's the one of the biggest mysteries to me is why this is occurring. We've seen him make it. We've seen him shoot it. We've even seen him attempt them in games and make them. So it's not like he took a couple in games and they were just completely off. The only three times in games that he has attempted actual real three-pointers, they've all gone in. The one against the Chinese team and then the other two in the regular season, one against the Cavs, I guess the other one against the Knicks. When he shoots a legitimate three-point shot, he's a 1,000%, three for three. He's never missed. So, you know, I remember having the conversation when he made the shot against that Chinese uh, exhibition team. And I said, okay, he made one there. In the exhibition games, after you made one, why not start taking a couple more and just, like, your exhibition games, who cares and people were like, well, it was against a Chinese team. I said, who cares who you're playing? If it was against a fifth-grade team, it was a real NBA preseason game with your teammates in a real uniform. It's not like you were wearing a, an Adidas warm-up jersey. They were really playing a game. So I don't know why the level of which team they were playing had anything to do with him not taking the opportunity just to say, I made one, I'm just going to let it rip. What's the difference if I go one for ten? Then I can tell people, look, that's just not what I do. But you made it. You made the shot. So then, of course, what are people going to say? Well, let me see you do it again. And he never did. Well, that was the problem. One of the problems with me is, 
he did make it, and then it took him so long to do it again. And then when he made it against the Cavs, it took him so long to do it again. Like, you made the shot. How do you not come out that same game and take another one? You're playing with house money at that point. You already made your shot. If you miss the next one, we're not going to be mad at you. You already made one that game. How do you not come out in that same game and take another one? That is mystifying to me. Exactly. It was, okay, I made one, and it's a game against a team. not even an NBA team. It's just a team that's not going to be in the league. Let me go see what happens here. Like, that's where the exhibition schedule is when he should have been able to say, look, I want to, okay, this is really perplexing. So he puts out these videos all summer of him in the gyms and shooting the threes. And I don't know if he put the videos out or if it was like his trainers or whatever. But there was some scuttlebutt of, oh, look what he's doing if he can do this. And then he never wanted to see if all that work he put in would translate into a real game. Like, that is, it's so weird to me. Like, you had all this work that you did in the summer. We kept hearing that you're shooting jumpers and you're shooting threes. Why wouldn't you want to see if the fruits of your labor worked out in the real game? What did you do the work for? Right, I couldn't agree more. And now the question comes into play because he did take the shot in the exhibition games. How does he treat the one? The one, the one. Right. Game, so correct. why wouldn't you come back and say, you know what? We have five, six exhibition games. Not these. I'm talking back, back in October. I'm going to use these exhibition games to see if what I did all summer can translate to here. I'm going to shoot two or three a game just to see if I'm comfortable. And if I don't shoot it really well, maybe I won't do it in the regular season. But I want to use these. They're exhibition games. Who the hell cares? I just don't understand it. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I don't understand it either. But he obviously, well, it seems as if we will see, only time will tell, that he has maybe got a little bit more comfortable in this three-point shooting. So I wonder if the next three exhibition games that come up on the schedule, if we now see that. We'll know. We will know the first game I'm gonna tell you if right he's now. ready or not to do I'm going to tell you right now. Those three exhibition games, if he doesn't shoot one, I'm going to hammer him. Oh, I agree. I, no, that doesn't mean we trade him, correct? No, Let's be I'm on the same gonna, page I'm here because people again, don't know how to use stuff, that. Him shooting the ball, the videos, the coach saying that he shot more threes, and if he doesn't pull it out in one of those scrimmage games, then he deserves to. He deserves the criticism that he's going to get from it. You'll know. You'll see that one spot. There's always a moment in the game or multiple moments where you look at Ben Simmons and he has so much space because no one's defending him, and you literally yell, shoot, at the TV, and he ends up either passing it out or doing something else, picking up his dribble. We'll know in that moment. If he doesn't pop it in that spot, it's game over. It's not right. happening. If he gets a wide-open pick screen and he's open with a look right around the elbow area and he doesn't know what to do, and he, well, then you know that there's something wrong. And it's weird because while people have been critical of Simmons, they were really critical of Fultz. And I would almost say Simmons is almost worse. You think so? Fultz at least came up with some cockamamie reason that he had this uh, injury. So all Ben needs to do is make up some crazy excuse. Well, I'm saying, like, and I'm not saying Fultz was lying either. No, I think there you. was some legitimacy to his issues, but people were calling him, like, you know, giving him mental issues. No one has really insinuated that Ben has mental problems. You don't think so? Not to the point they were with Fultz. Not, were basically... to, not to Fultz's degree, but I do think that a lot of people question his, his mental side of things when it comes to I don't it. think they question his mental in the same capacity that they were questioning Fultz. I think they were basically suggesting that Fultz was mentally unstable, unstable where they were suggesting that uh, Simmons is more weak-minded. Right. Like he's not like, uh, you know. Uh, is it bad that I was in that crowd of the Markel Fultz forgot how to do everything? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was. 
I, I don't I don't He's buy gonna make th- me a lot of money by the way. Oh yeah, a lot of money. Uh, enough. Yeah, nice money. Nice money. Now I just think with Fultz, like you take I, it. Yeah, I'm sure I will. I'll take a lot of money. <laughs> but I'll say with the whole Fultz thing, I'm not saying that it was completely fake. I lean towards saying that it might be them searching for something to say something was wrong with his shoulder. But the whole thing with Fultz was just crazy towards the end, to the point where he couldn't find a doctor, and then he finally found a doctor, and that doctor said that he would take him after the holiday. And we're thinking, it's an NBA player with the first overall pick, and you're telling me that you got to wait till the holiday is over to get a doctor? I mean, the whole thing was wacky to the point where I just questioned the legitimacy of how he got diagnosed that's all you know I mean it was it was really weird towards the end to the point where the number one overall pick couldn't find a doctor over the holiday weekend well the whole story was bonkers there's no question about it but I I will go back to this and I and I and I stay with this if you watch the video of that gentleman at Washington and then even watched him in the summer league that was not the same guy I didn't see the same player so I can't judge him as to what player he was with the Sixers because he wasn't the same guy they drafted. Oh, I thought the pick was right. I supported the pick. I thought he was great at Washington, but there was a disconnect once he got here, and I don't know what it was. One of the things at Washington that made him the number one pick was because he shot the three, he blew right past you. Oh, yeah, that spin move. And he pulled up from anywhere, elbow, anywhere, and just hit stuff. Now, he's doing that more in the NBA it's the three ball that he hit in college with regularity, and he wasn't afraid to pull it up from anywhere. He's not doing that in the NBA. I said something's not right. I agree that People something's like, oh, not right. Yeah, so I'm. I can't like Anthony Bennett was a bust because his skills that he had in college, he brought them to the NBA, and they weren't very good. This guy, the skills that he had in college, they ne- we never saw them. We never saw that guy. I'm with you. We, we still haven't we never seen, seen that guy. We haven't seen that guy. I just think he's your standard NBA player, and something happened. I, I really do think but that. What is it? I, what happened? I actually think that there's a little disconnect. The pressure. I mean, let's not act like the pressure, the confidence, yeah, losing that just can, can happen. Forgot how to shoot. I know, but that's what happens when so you're, what, 19 Vince? going to Philadelphia? We talk about how crazy these people are that we have to talk to during texts when they come at us and say ridiculous things. He was hearing that times 10 billion at the age of 19, and once he oh, started I've struggling. Said many times that he was not ready. Oh, he was not ready mentally, and you come into a harsh city like this, and I think that's kind of what happened. It took a toll. Now, Ben Simmons has shot in his past. There is plenty of video of him playing high school ball, of him More shooting. high school than LSU, I would say. He wasn't like that much of a shooter at LSU. No, no, not at all. I think, in fact, at LSU, I think he took like 10 threes, if that. I mean, he was not, you know, shooting the three with regularity. But what he was doing in high school and in college and in the summer league, if you go and look back at his Sixer summer league tapes, he was shooting the, the mid-range jumper. That has completely dissipated from his game, though. Because I feel teams made him feel uncomfortable or something. I mean, you would have to think that the way teams defend him kind of correlate with why he kind of took that away from his game. I don't know. I mean, they are there. They are wide open. So you would think he would pop them. But something happened from then to now when it came to actual NBA play that kind of forced him to not do that anymore. All right. Now, let me ask you this. Brett Brown said Simmons shot more threes in practice in Orlando than he did in half a season prior. Is Brown and the Sixers, by putting this video out, and here we go again with the video and putting it out and saying this, they putting too much pressure on Simmons? 
I think that there is pressure on him. Yeah, but you know what? Is it going to think? Is there going to? Is this what it has to take? Because guess what? The alternative didn't what do you mean? work. Is this what it has to take? They've tr- there's been scare tag. I wanted to shoot one a game, and oh, you know, they've tried almost everything. Right, but keep doing it. Keep doing it until it happens. Because the alternative is sitting back and not saying anything, and he's not going to do it. So I know they've done it in the past, but maybe the only way to get it out of him is to continue to drill him to the media, and this will force him to have to do it. He's the one that openly said in a video before getting to Orlando, you're going to see it in Orlando. Someone asked him. We went over this. I think it was Tony Snell. Is that who it was? When are we going to start seeing this? And he responded with, in Orlando. So he's saying it himself now. It's not just Brett Brown. It's him too. And look, I'm not uh, one of these people, like, I know, I think you're one of them, who said, you know, I, I could be wrong, that are like, you know, I'm done with these videos. I'm not looking at these videos and taking them anymore. Are you starting to question that now? Are you saying, you know what, I, I might have to take this video for, because here's the thing. This video was put out by the team. This wasn't like some video that was put out by whoever. You know, those videos in the summer, it's like, okay, he's in a gym somewhere. I don't even know. There's nobody there. What's going on? This was put out by the Sixers themselves. I'll say this. Am I intrigued by the videos? Absolutely. I think no matter how much I tell myself I'm Hold not on, getting real quick. stuff Did they have videos in. out today? Is there practice videos from today's practice? I didn't see any new okay. ones, no. But but I will say it's hard for me to, to sit here and say I'm not a little bit intrigued by these videos. No matter how many times I tell myself I'm not getting sucked back in, there's a little bit of me that continues to get sucked back in because I know what this means to his game. But I will stay firm on, show me. And that doesn't mean I'm not excited for these videos. I think that it is exciting to see him grow. I'm about watching him grow. But I have seen him multiple times do this and it not relate to anything. So I'm just being cautious. That's all. I'm being cautious. Imagine you can put it in comparison to getting your heart broken, right? You're a teenager. You fall in love. You get your heart broken. Then you meet a new chick. She breaks your heart again. And then you meet another chick, and she breaks your heart. And then you think the fourth woman that comes by, you question, huh, should I do this again? That's how I feel about Ben Simmons and these videos. Here's Shake Milton today on what he's seen out of Ben Simmons and the perimeter game during practice. This is from Keith Pompey. Um... I mean, yeah, he's, he's taking shots and he's knocking them down. Um, he's still athletic, can finish with either hand. He's still very unselfish and willing, great passer. Um, he's doing a good job of leading the team, too, so he's, he's performing well. He's taking shots and he's knocking them down. I would have liked to hear a little bit more oomph out of the that. The fact, though, that he led with he's taking shots and he's knocking them down. Like, that was the first thing. It wasn't, oh, he's doing this, this, this. Oh, and he's taking shots. He's taking shots, and he's knocking them down. I mean, I don't know. Here's a teammate now. There's another person. Now the coach. It seems like you're getting real sucked in. No, I'm I'm asking you. I'm the, I am staying firm with I am excited and intrigued by it, but I'm not willing to say it's going to happen because I've just seen it before. That's all. It's almost mesmerizing to me, as Keith Pompey tweeted out 56 minutes ago. Sixers coach Brett Brown said Ben Simmons shot more threes in the last few days than he might have in a half a season at practice. How is that possible? Well, that just shows you. Here's the thing. How many did he shoot all practice long? If he only shot four, well, then guess what? It's not that easy. Well, it's not that hard to do. Okay, pick. this is what I think it means, though, because I've seen him shoot after practice or whatever by himself. I'm wondering if he means in, like, 
back uh, five on five action. He might. I think that's probably what he means. Yeah, he probably means during actual play, and maybe that comes with now being in a different role with where he's at on the floor. He's forced to do it more. I'm wondering if you, and again, I, I don't know the context of the questions and how it was asked to him, but it was like, hey, is Ben doing this in five-on-five, in live scrimmaging, and has he done it in this, you know, when you're running practice, has Ben been this willing to shoot in those circumstances? Well, I wouldn't think that Brett Brown would come out and praise his three-point shooting if he was just doing it alone after practice. You know, I don't think he would come out and say it the way that he did if he was talking about alone time by himself. He mentioned it happening in practice. He hasn't seen him shoot this much in practice, so... I would think it was when the team was literally having five-on-five play or some sort of run up and down the court. So with that, you know, and then you look at the fact that he's like, okay, we've been, he's been shooting more here. I don't know. Have you seen videos and, and just Ben himself? He looks like he has, and this is just a observation that I'm making. Maybe I'm off. He does seem to have more focus and, like, determination and, like, he just seems he has a more mature look about him. I'm with like, you. And this goes back to, remember, the season hit the pause. He's now entering the 20 season as a 21-level player, and maybe there was that little time off and he gained a little maturity from it. I don't know. Uh, is that stretching? No, I don't think that that's stretching at all because every single offseason you see growth in players in professional sports and this was a mini stoppage, a mini offseason, if you will, timed to yourself to gain a little bit more for your game. And look, here's the thing. There will eventually be a time where he does end up shooting after some of these videos. That's reality, right? I mean, there's going to be a time where Ben Simmons is going to shoot the basketball after some videos surface, and I'm sure that there's people screaming at the radio right now going, no way in hell there is, but there is. So eventually I will be wrong once I say I don't believe it until I see it. I mean, it will be seen one day, so maybe this is it. Maybe this is the time where I say show it to it, show me to it before I show me it before I believe it, and this could be that time. All right, I go back to this. I'm going over under five in the eight games. New material, new information. What say you? I'm going under. You go under five. I'm going under five. Hmm. Should we make a little locale six-pack IPA bet on this? Sure. Okay, so I'll take the under five, five, five and a half. What if it hits five, though? Then it's just a wash? I don't like that. Yeah, five and a half. Well, that would benefit me. Yeah, so four and a half. That would benefit you. Well, what do you think he's going to... Look. What if it's five? Then it's a wash? I don't want to have a wash. No, if it's five... It's a push. No, I would win, because you would take under. I said five or more. Okay, fine. We'll do it that way. Right? No, you're right. The number I came up with five. You said you five. You said under. I said under. So he's not going to shoot four. Okay. No, that's fine. We can do that. I'll settle for that. Okay. Well, what do you mean he's not going to shoot four? It's very possible that he shoots four. <laughs> well, if he shoots four, guess what? What? I lose. <laughs> you're, you're right. Okay, we got it. It's in the books. Four and a half's the number. It's in, it's in the books. Four right. and a half. I'm saying he shoots more than five. Okay. And All you're right. saying under. I'm saying under. In the eight games. And that does not count the three exhibitions. The three exhibitions are out. But I think we'll know if it's going to happen or not. That's but right. you know what can happen? Say he shoots four in the first three, <laughs> then there's some... Uh, then you're going to be waffling. Well, no. <laughs> what can happen is 
We want to make sure Ben Simmons oh, is he's ready. Oh, for three? No, I'm thinking maybe <laughs> he's they... for three, and then he says, nah, I don't think I'm ready for this. Well, that's true. He's got to make them. That's a great point. If he doesn't make them, we might stop taking them. I'm thinking maybe there's some load management after five or six games, so then he makes sure he's healthy for the, for the postseason because these eight games don't matter. Look, I'm sure he's not playing all eight games. You think Joel plays all eight? I don't know how Brett's... Uh... I don't know how he's viewing these eight games. Did he come out and say something similar to Elaine Vigneault about how, hey, it's all about the playoffs, not so much the pre-playoff stuff? For some reason, I think that there was a quote out there throughout the last couple weeks where he kind of mentioned how, you know, it's it's about the actual playoffs and not so much the first eight games. But I could be wrong. I think a lot of the teams that are competing and think that they have a chance to win are going to take those eight games Seriously, in terms of getting some run and getting conditioned, but at the same time, you want to be cautious. You don't want to get anybody injured in a meaningless game. I'm just, you know, I'm just pretty surprised at how much they are. Um, now, I just got a text here from McCormick. Okay, what'd he say? He was on that Zoom call. Yep. He says, you might hit your Ben Simmons three-point mark, three mark you said yesterday. Everyone has been real positive on his shoot it and how much he's doing. Of course they're positive about it. What are they supposed to say? You want you want to get that beer for me now? No, I'm waiting because I think I'm right. I ha- you know what? Here you go again. Here's another example. I want to be wrong. I know. There's nothing more that I want to be than wrong. If you told me it's going to cost me a six-pack right. to get Ben Simmons to shoot, I'll buy you 30s. You know, okay, I'll do anything to get this guy to shoot a basketball. Yeah, I'm so I saying, hope I'm wrong. Well, I'm just saying, McCormick was on the call, so he got the vibe of the remarks. I got you. You're not but- just reading them on Twitter and you're, like, trying to interpret, like, you know, he was on the call. He can get the vibe of, like, Brett Brown saying, you know, let me tell you. I'm not a Brett Brown hater by I any can't. means, but his... Let's be real. When he speaks, he's got some coach speak to him. You know, he pumps the tires. He's Mr. Positivity. He keeps everything kind of loose, light, and happy. So when he says these things, I kind of take it for what it is. You know, he's a guy who is always giving you coach speak. And that's fine. I'm I'm for it. I don't want people starting to get thrown under the bus and whatnot. But I take it for what it is. I kind of question sometimes how Brett says things that's all well I mean again I go back to I'm not I'm not here to determine that I'm saying I'm surprised that they are being so vocal about it well what would they say if they're starting to get I'm sorry, I wouldn't say anything you think if uh, these, no video I say nothing no, no, and no, then he comes out there ben. and he starts banging threes right between the eyes the, that would be incredible, but I'm talking about his teammates and the coach. When these media people are asking him questions about the jump shot, about the new role, you're going to have to answer in a positive way. Yeah, Ben looks great. Ben's knocking down shots. You think Shake Milton's going to walk up there and go, hey, you know, he went uh, two of nine? No, he's not going to say that. No, but I mean, I'm saying, I wouldn't be getting people, put it this way, I wouldn't be getting people excited. I wouldn't get them riled up because now you're putting pressure on this kid to fail again. Didn't they do this before, though? Exactly. So why would you, if you did it before, and it why would work. you go down the same road? Well, because not saying anything hasn't worked either. So what do you do? Well, this didn't work the last time. You're right. But sitting there doing nothing didn't work. So you're going to go right back down the same road and do it again. Well, there's no doubt that he has more confidence than he did last time. So maybe this time it'll work. Okay. 
And where did he all of a sudden gain all this? I'm, I'm not doubting. I'm just throwing devil's advocate. Where did all of a sudden he gain all this confidence in a four-month quarantine? Shooting by himself? You don't think so? I don't know. I mean, did he have even a hoop at his house? A lot of these guys apparently play in the NBA. They don't even have hoops at their house. That's right. According to that horse game that we saw on the broadcast, which was miserable, and people were using LTE and 3G, the androids of the world. That's right. I'm looking at you, too. Uh, Cape May County has top-rated beaches with ample space to spread out. Cape May County, you're, you can enjoy fine dining, shopping, hiking trails, and more. Make some memories down the road in Cape May. For information, online, escape to thejerseycape.com. It's happy hour Friday on a Thursday. I'm off tomorrow. So we'll do happy hour Friday today. Excited? Yeah, I got some questions for him written down in my notebook. I bet you he has an opinion on this, Ben Simmons. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. Todd Rank, happy hour Thursday next. This is South Jersey's home for Flyers hockey. Happy hour Friday on a Thursday. Todd Rank's going to join us. Uh, we'll have a little fun to wrap up today's show. Now, we got a lot to get into, though. Some serious stuff. Yeah, we do. Got the softball shirt on? I do. Still a little disappointed. I thought that there would be more reaction to the softball shirt. But I guess it's good, though. That means it's not that bad of a wear. I'm not a jerk, I mean. Well, yes, you are. You make fun of me all the time. You made fun of my shirt yesterday. No, that's because you bought the shirt from the guy on the street corner. Okay. Yeah, other than that, not not all the time. Yesterday's shirt. That was no street corner. What shirt was that? Pitt. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That was the worst shirt you've had. All right, let's get into it. Uh, Sports Pass Live, uh, happy hour Friday on a Thursday. Todd Rank is with us here. I'm off tomorrow, so we brought him in on the Thursday show. What's going on, man? What's happening? You're messing up my whole week. I don't know what's going on. You're bothering me on a Thursday. What the heck is this all about? Well, come on. I'm off the next uh, couple Fridays. I mean, I got this Friday, next Friday, and then I'm off the entire last week of July. So, uh, you know, we did a little Thursday. Must be nice, huh, Hunter? <laughs> I know, nice. right? I'm going to be busting my ass those Fridays, and he's just sitting on the beach having uh, some white claws. He was off three days a couple of weeks ago. Uh, touche. That's right. So, uh, you know, I haven't taken a, you know, in 2020, I've yet to take a day off because we never went on that trip. Well, and I will tell you, with you, I don't even know how you're doing it, filling up your shows every day. You've earned these couple of days off. Ooh. <laughs> I All mean, right. they're just, I don't know what you guys are talking about over there. It's, it's, it's tough right now. We're having fun. Yeah, what's more important here, Gil? Ben Simmons or the game show conversation? Uh, he was all enthralled by I don't even know how it came up about, oh, well, we were talking deal about no deal. What do, we, Carson, we were talking Wentz. About Carson Wentz. I said, ah, people are always enthralled about what's behind door number two. And he said, yo, do you know the show Deal or No Deal? I said, well, you know, Todd Rank was on that show. Not only that show, apparently you're on Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy, uh, what do you name it, Shark Tank, Card Sharks, whatever. I mean, well, Card Sharks, I'd love to get on. That's the new one I'm trying to get on in my old age, but... Um, they, they've done a redo of that show, so it's back on the air. But no, no, and a lot of these listeners have already heard these stories, so they know about it. But yeah, I had a nice little run in the uh, what was that, Gil? Probably the two, the early two thousands. Yeah, for about eight or nine years, I had a good run. The funny and, part, um, the, the, there's a quick couple things here. So I'm out in L.A. Oh, this is years ago, and we we flew out there when we used to go to the baseball stadiums, right? And we are on this party bus, and we're going from L.A. down to Anaheim to go to the Angels game. And everybody is, I mean, lambasted on this bus. And, I mean, shots and everything. And he would not crack and tell us whether or not he made that show. And I'm like, you had to sign the waiver and say you can't tell people you're going to be on the show. I mean, he was lambasted and wouldn't crack to tell us 
yep, I got picked to be on that show. And I was in an intoxicated state. Well, they knew I was on the show, Gil, but what it is is you can't tell anybody what happened, right? You can't tell them if you won, if you didn't win. Um, and I don't recall, Gil, if that was the deal or no deal or the fear factor. It might have been the fear um, and I, I think that was the fear factor because it was the fear factor yeah. because the deal or no deal, I was in Clearwater and you weren't going to come that year. And then you called me That's when I right. was in Clearwater and you said, listen, <laughs> will you pay for my plane ticket? I promise I'll pay you back. And I said, sure. And I looked at that plane ticket and it was about $900 for that plane ticket. So he, I said, dude, the plane ticket's like 900 You said, Right, I can't tell you how much I won, but I promise you, I have enough that I can pay you back for that plane ticket. Where can I see the highlights? Uh, I mean, you can probably, I don't know how you do it. If you Google up, a lot of these things will pop up, or or maybe on like a Hulu or something, they can pull up those episodes. But I didn't know if you had like a shrine in your new place. When you walk in, it's just on 24-7. If you have Fear Factor, you know what I mean? You're just on all these games. It just plays in the background on mute. I mean, I will say, Hunter, I have a highlight reel. So if you have an email, you send it to me offline, and I'll send you the highlight reel. I need to see this. have a good time watching. Oh, I need yeah. to see this. No, well, I hope your highlight reel is not like this Washington uh, football team story that's coming out here because, ooh, it's a doozy. Have you heard this one? I did not hear this one yet. All right. So the Washington football team is in some trouble, and it is uh, pretty graphic. So it looks like Dan Snyder – 15 women are accusing the former Redskins employees of sexual harassment, verbal abuse, and more and more. Uh, there's stories about Snyder basically using the cheerleaders and supplying them to his um, uh, clients that were buying, you know, sponsors that were buying sponsorships at the stadium. Right. Those young ladies were used for that. Uh, there's a, uh, I mean, drugs, sex, John, rock and roll. John Gruden, John uh, Jay, Jay Gruden, Jay Gruden. Him and a player were uh, right. They were having a little fun with the same lady. They got into an argument because they found out about it. He pulled the guy from the game. That guy ended up getting uh, Alex Smith leg broken because of what happened. I mean, right? This organization's in what? some shambles. And I mean, it was just because I didn't even. I you know I heard they were dropping the name is that right but I didn't hear the new is there a new name yet Well the name thing yeah, that's the least of their problems at this point it sounds like that was uh, on Monday that yes they are no longer they are no longer the Washington Redskins that is completely done that has been retired they are looking for a new name they do not have one yet this story has just been dropped within the last uh, 20 minutes Wow that's unbelievable how things change right that was the big talk was about the the name change, and now you go a little deeper, and it's getting a little dirtier, as it usually does. I I did not hear that story jump on yet, and uh, that's going to be interesting to find out. I mean, again, if you keep digging, you're going to find something, and I got a feeling that yeah, that that whole franchise is going to go up in flames at some point. They're going to they they do need a new name because they need a fresh start. Because I believe that owner is going to be out, that head coach is going to be out, a numerous number of players is going to be out. Well, the head coach is brand um, new, by the way. Oh, that's right. They got Rivera, Rivera in there, right? So this is the okay. So this was this was what this was what was out there about this scandal. Okay, that Dan Snyder, of course, abuses alcohol and drugs. That's not a surprise. How about this one? Paying off of officials, Snyder has paid refs allegedly two million dollars 
to uh, about paying off officials. It hasn't worked because they're terrible, but also alluding to other owners doing similar things. Well, Gil, would that surprise you? I mean, we watch these games every Sunday, and what do we say? I mean, the whole the whole fan bases know that these things are a little bit uh, fixed in one way or another, and we can never have any proof. But we knew it was only a matter of time before it would start to come out. I mean, these guys, they, you know, you got players making millions, and you got referees making what a hundred thousand? Come on, you don't think an envelope gets traded from time to time? I mean, this is all part of the game, sadly, but you know it's true. And for it to actually come out now, where are these reports coming from? The Washington, the Post. Washington Post. It was being kind of talked about all day that there will eventually be something that is released. It looks like nine minutes ago that an exclusive article about fifteen women who worked for the Redskins have came out and said, "Oh, it. no, the article's up." The, yeah, nine minutes ago. Out. Yeah. So these were some of the things alleged wow. to be in there that allegedly Snyder and Jay Gruden held their cheerleaders' passports from them in a foreign country in order to force them to solicit themselves to season ticket holders. And Snyder also allegedly held nude photo shoots of the Washington cheerleaders. Snyder and Gruden allegedly had sex parties with rampant drug usage and potentially some sexual assaults. And a source also stated that Jay Gruden and former running back Capri Bibbs were at one time sleeping with the same woman. Gruden found out, got angry, and benched Bibbs. The next game, Bibbs' replacement missed a key block that resulted in quarterback Alex Smith suffering a broken leg. Wow. I mean, you talk about a, a windfall. This is insane. And by the way, I don't know that you knew this, Gil. My brother formerly dated a Washington Redskins cheerleader. Ooh. Right. She, he could have been the third in that triangle. Well, as soon as I get off the phone with you, gentlemen, that text will be made to my brother. <laughs> <laughs> you believe he has inside information. Well, do we know how are these are these former Redskin cheerleaders? I mean, could this have been happening with Dan Snyder ten years well, ago? Well, I mean, Gruden's been the coach was the coach there for about five years, so I'm imagining it was in this in this Gruden era. Okay. In that bubble, but man oh man, that's that's unbelievable. And again, you know, I just, as you look at what goes on, and, and the sadness is that it really won't surprise. But I mean, we're talking about now. We're getting into language where, in essence, Daniel Snyder is is sex trafficking. I mean, that, that's really. Well, I don't know how the league can allow him to own that team anymore. I mean, you almost have to step in and say that team can cease to exist as it was. The next team, the lineage is now broken. Right, and again, I don't want to jump to the conclusions, you know. But again, when you got fifteen women coming out to corroborate a story, I'm going to say that's pretty good in a sense of what are your, um, you know, sources. So again, they're going to have to dig through it and figure it out. But if they're coming forward, that basically this has happened to all of us, I got to believe uh, he's in a pretty bad place. And not only will he lose his team, but he's got to be more worried about other things going on, you know, like criminal. Uh, actions taken against him. I mean, he, he's in real trouble. Yeah. Um, but this, that, that's unbelievable. I did not know that story. Now, well, at least there's something to talk about, I guess, in sports again, sadly, but it's not really sports. Well, here's something in sports wow. to talk about. How about this one? Brett Brown today on Ben Simmons. All right, so two days ago, the Sixers put out a video of practice, and Ben Simmons is calmly shooting threes in practice. All right, he's banging three-point shots left and right, okay? Today, Brett Brown says. Now, today, Brett Brown says he shot more threes in practice the last few days than he has in almost half the season. 
He's looked good. He feels good, and I know he's getting tremendous encouragement from his teammates. Now, we've seen the videos before, but these were like in, uh, you know, different settings where he's working out or whatever. This is a team environment with five on five. Is it time to believe that we will see Simmons shoot? I got the over-under set in the eight games at five threes. I'll take the over in that, and here's why. Wow! You remember remember we talked about this, Gil. When this whole COVID thing went down, I said the best thing could ever happen to Ben Simmons is that there's no fans in that stadium because he's going to feel like it's practice. He's got nobody to worry about looking at him shoot, and he's just going to shoot the ball. And I, you know, I'm one that says they should have never. I mean, it, Brett Brown shouldn't even be talking about it because you're already giving him anxiety when you start to bring it up. But beyond that, when I'm looking at no fans in the stadium, I'm telling you that's going to be a key. He's been a mental head case, and it's about I think this thing about getting over the fans. They're either being sarcastic when they cheer for you or they're sitting there booing you because you can't make a shot. There's nobody in the stadium. He's going to shoot that ball. Watch. Just watch. I'll take the over on that all day. But I don't believe – the hard part is I don't know that they're going to play all eight games. Well, that's they're what I was saying. That's why I took the under. Yeah. I think – well, to be honest with you, I, I took the under because, one, I want to be wrong, to be clear. I would love to lose this bet. But I just feel like I've been suckered so many times that I'm not doing it again. I'm not doing it again. So I went with the under, and we have these low-cal IPA six-pack on the line. Gil is obsessed with the low-cal IPAs. And by the way, I've been trying them on the air throughout the weeks, and he's on to something here. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, they are hoppy. You can pound them. They're about 3.84% alcohol in there. They're 98 calories, three carbs. I mean, I am crushing these things, and they're good. They're hoppy. They give you that IPA vibe. He's not an IPA guy. That oh, guy. he's anti-IPA. I don't know if he's anti. He's just not well, a beer I'm, guy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I get what you're saying. I get it. If you like the hops, I get it. Uh, but, yeah, no, I don't go usually IPA anyway, but... I mean, good for you guys. I mean, look, if you can get, if you can get a nice IPA for less less carbs and less calories, do it. If it tastes good, too, I'll go with it. But I would have gone with you, Hunter. I would have gone with that bet in any other scenario other than I just think with no fans in that arena, he's he. it's going to be a different Ben Simmons, and he's not going to care as much about shooting that ball. I just, now, now, Gil, you're not saying he has to make five, or you're just saying he has to nope, shoot more than five? he just has five? to take five. He could go 0 for 5. Yeah, he but see, if, off if five. he goes 0 for 3, I think now the confidence is shot. You see no more you, you see no more threes, and on top of that, you might get some load management. It's a great point. I mean, no, don't get – look, he's so – that this is one of the biggest things I have about a problem with Ben Simmons. I think this guy, believe it or not, I just think he's very fragile uh, mentally, and I just – he can break – on anything, and if, like you said, Hunter, he goes over three. He goes, I'm shutting that down till next year. I'm not going to mess around with this. You know, like you just don't know what his mentality is. They've already told him to shoot the ball every time. He still doesn't do it. So what's it going to take? If it doesn't happen now, though, Gil, I'll say this: if this guy doesn't shoot threes with nobody in the arena, then it's a lost cause. It's over. He, the kid is never going to shoot it, and you're just going to deal with having a guy who can pass the ball and drive to the basket but he will never mm. shoot the ball. 
It's simple as that. That's interesting. By the way, um, in that Washington report that's come out, 15 different women say they were sexually harassed while working for the team. Among the employees accused of sexual harassment is Larry Michael, the team's radio announcer, who abruptly announced this week that he was leaving the team. That happened yesterday uh, or Tuesday that he decided. And I said, after 17 years, he's not an old guy. You don't give up the play-by-play job for an NFL team for nothing. He knew what was coming down the pipeline. No, no, no. Right. So this is going to be ugly. He knew what was coming. Oh, that's going to be real. Yeah. That, there's, there's an indirect way of, of, of saying I'm guilty, right? I mean, we, it's telling you the charges are going to stick is the feeling I'm getting. But this is, man, this is going to rock the NFL, isn't it? Oh, I think there's even more to this story. I mean, that Jay Gruden part was something I learned today, and I don't think it's going to stop there. I think you're going to hear even more and more about that kind of right. stuff. Now, the question would be, is this just the Redskins? Or, right, does this go on with all these teams? Well, come on, Gil. We know better, don't we? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, let's be honest. Well, you're acting you know, like we were at these we're, parties. He might well, have been after well, deal or no deal. He slipped on over to Washington. Geez. I don't know. Hey, money pays, baby. Money pays. I mean, we watch these guys. Look, these guys are living a different world than we are, man. We're fans. We all watch the game. They got different type of money. They're at different type of parties. They got different rules in their own world. Not to say it's right, and I don't think it's right, and I hate it, but the reality is our culture and how it works, these guys get carte blanche, and they can do what they want, and everything gets looked over, and and we're not going to pay attention to that. You're not going to get in trouble for that. Well, guess what? Maybe we've, we've come to a point. Where, where you know what's going to hit the fan. And um, this, this could have a domino effect throughout this league. And I'll bet you there's a lot of CEOs and a lot of coaches and a lot of others that are a little, little nervous today. They're mm. squirming in their pants a little bit. Hey, uh, is your well, state open over there or what? Uh, what we still, we're still able to do some things. I mean, it, it sounds probably worse than it is, although I'm getting used to COVID living, so it's a little different now, but... Um, we can still sit at restaurants outside and we can still go to the grocery store. You know, you can still walk down to the beach. Um, but a lot, the, the hair salon, I mean, my hair is just getting out of control. With Ooh, this. I like to see that. So there's no haircuts. Yeah, there's no haircuts. It, it does not feel good. Uh, you know, those kinds of things, no nail salons, no, all those kind of basics. Um, and the inside of all restaurants, um, currently are shut down. So, you know, we're kind of in a holding pattern we're a big state, but it's, it's not easy, and it's getting worse before it gets better. And, you know, you go outside, you see half the people or more uh, deciding they're just they're fed up. They're not wearing the mask. So I just look at them and say they've officially given up, but what are you going to do? Yeah, all right. Well, so, uh, you know. Happy Hour Thursday. on a, a Happy Hour Friday on a Thursday. He's top rank, and, of course, uh, he, like all guests, appear via the Boardwalk Honda Hotline. I can dig it. Let's go. Give it a five. Here we go. All right. If you were going to be on a game show, what game show would you be on? Hmm. Um, I think I would do the one with the, the Shazam. Beat Shazam. Okay. You familiar with that one? No. It's like uh, basically like uh, name that tune type of deal. Oh, okay. Uh, when was the last time you went on a bike ride? Like, are you one of About the a month or so ago? Okay, around the the house or uh, there's around... a bike path in uh, that goes like through the middle of like uh, Linwood through from like Northfield down to Summers Point. There's a bike path. 
have you ever been the boardwalk guy? Well, when I used to live on the boardwalk, yeah. We okay. used to ride our bikes to the boardwalk when I was younger, but... Uh, all right. Do you think Zaire Smith ever plays legit games for the 76ers? You know what? That's a great question. No, I don't. I, I think don't Zaire think. is uh, a lost cause at this point. I'm with you. Besides Sad Eric Lindros, favorite player of the 90s when it comes to the Flyers, John LeClair? Um, John LeClair, he said. No, what about the – oh, what's it called? Uh, I like. I was always a fan of Recky. Okay. Yeah. And last year, if you had to be a beat reporter for one of these two teams, which teams would you pick of, of the two? Crystal Palace or the Edmonton Oilers? Edmonton. Okay. Just because you'd rather be a hockey guy than a soccer guy? Yeah. Although Crystal Palace probably be a better place to live. Think so? I don't even know where they are, but it sounds better than Edmonton. How far would it take to walk from Edmonton <laughs> to Crystal Palace? <laughs> That's good. That's good. All right, I'm off tomorrow. I'll be back on Monday. The guys will have you uh, have you tomorrow.